Welcome to TuneIn AT. I'm your host, George Pereira. Hi, everybody. Another week of podcasting, and I'm here and uh, had a bit of a cold, well, almost like a flu over the weekend, and I'm still recovering from it, so you might hear my voice sound a little different. Um, I just wanted to say that uh, I got a email from a, a fellow podcaster named York Visser. Um, he uh, actually uh, does his own podcast in the Netherlands, and um, it's actually a great podcast. It's called uh, Assistive Technology Cast, and um, I should tell you the website. It's uh, podcast.openassistive.org. Uh, I'll leave a link on our on my website, and you can go directly to it. Uh, he basically left this message uh, on my uh, email. Hi, George. This is Jauke Visser from the Assistive Technology Cast. I uh, just found your uh, podcast today, and I must say uh, it uh, sounds very good and uh, very interesting. Um, hopefully, you can promote my uh, my podcast too on your uh, on your podcast. But um, if you uh, can't or won't, um, you're also looking for uh, new assistive uh, technology or adaptive technology. And you seem to have preference for um, for free alternatives. And, well, in that case, you may be interested in uh, learning some more about uh, P-Voice. P-Voice is my uh, personal pet project. And it's an AAC system uh, for uh, augmentative and uh, alternative communication. I uh, originally wrote it for my my daughter, who uh, at the time could not speak at all. Um, if you're interested, uh, take a look at uh, www.pvoice.org. Um, I'd uh, say just uh, keep up the good work, and I uh, hope to hear more episodes of your podcast. Bye-bye. Well, I went to take a look at uh, P-Voice, and, uh, you know, honestly, I think it's an incredible program. I mean, he did a great job uh, with this software for his daughter. Um, it's basically, it's uh, a visual representation of of symbols of what maybe his daughter would like to say and so by what I see and what I've been reading is that basically um, his daughter would simply point at a specific symbol to represent a certain phrase or a word or certain things that usually she might want to say or something like that so that way uh, she's able to communicate with her dad and uh, it uses a variety of uh, type of um, basically uh, input devices and uh, it's it's really good he has uh, also other softwares like p-type and p-story um, you definitely have to take a look at it uh, at his website at um, www.pvoice.org and uh, I'll definitely put a link for that too and uh, it's definitely one of my softwares that I recommend this week and it's one of the products that I would recommend um, now, as you know, I am adaptive technologist for college in uh, in Canada, and what I don't think I've actually told anyone what an assistive technologist does, or adaptive technologist in this case, <laughs> and uh, basically is I provide uh, technology that would bypass their disability. Now, this is for post secondary uh, education, so in a college environment. Uh, in my case, it's a, a technical school. Uh, basically, usually it's uh, drafting they have or welding or uh, there is nursing um, and all those types of things in this specific campus. And uh, 
and so I would either, for instance, an example, if the student uh, applies for OSAP, they are able to get, if they have a disability and it's registered and documented, then they will be uh, basically able to get a $10,000 bursary. And this will go towards technology in order for them to purchase for their disability. And so I would provide them maybe a laptop, a printer, scanner, specific software that will help bypass their disability. And, uh, and that would be pretty much it. Uh, usually their disabilities are not that severe. Um, it's maybe just difficulty reading or writing. They could be, in my case, for instance, deaf in one ear and have difficulty hearing sounds and have problems actually uh, writing basically uh, a proper sentence or, um, or maybe not, not able to hear the specific words from a book and need to be repeated over and over again so they get the proper phrasing, things of that type of nature. And so I would provide the technology for that case and they would, of course, be paid with this $10,000 bursary. So that's how it works here in, in, in Ontario. And I am actually funded by the government under this type of uh, program where they pay, they, every college has an assistive technologist. So it's, it's a great job and I love it because in, in my case, um, you know, they come in and here I give them, you know, a laptop, uh, you know, a scanner, printer, all these great things to help them and they just come out really happy. So I always, it's a very rewarding job and, and uh, I love helping people. So that's pretty much in a nutshell what I do um, and in a little bit more detail. So then afterwards, um, also what I wanted to mention was maybe uh, another product that actually I heard and saw on CES, the uh, Consumer Electronics Show, um, and another other podcast that I actually saw that demonstrated this device and this device is uh, is it's quite unique it's a uh, it's it's a from dual core and it's a device that basically uh, it's a dual core it's called the dual core CPC and what it is is uh, it's a small little PC that has a full uh, Windows OS in it very similar to uh, the OQO uh, O1 Plus that I mentioned last week's podcast. But in this circumstance, the difference is that also it can be as a pocket PC. So it switches from pocket PC to a full version of Windows. And the reason why they do this is to actually conserve battery power. When it's in pocket PC mode, it uses quite a bit less processing power and therefore the battery usage is a lot less and so you get um, let's say for probably about six seven hours of battery life as opposed if you were using the full version of windows you probably get two to three battery i mean two to three hours battery life so basically it has a 40 gig hard drive one gig processor um, it's it's an eight by four eight resolution um, it, I've seen it. It has used a joystick type of interface. Uh, it, it uses. It doesn't use as like the OQO uses, um, like using like a tablet. It doesn't work that way. Only when it's in PC mode. I think it does or doesn't. I'm not 100% sure. They don't have that much detail, but I'm I'm figuring that it uses the same type of technology as a, a, as using a PC tablet. That's what I would think. So, and again, 
uh, I would use this uh, for, you know, basically putting Kurzweil, inspiration, uh, text help, word cue, things of that nature. Um, so it's portable with me, take it wherever I go, lightweight, great for people who uh, cannot carry a lot of things or carry a lot of books. Um, and it's very new. Um, like I said, they just introduced in CS. Who knows if they're going to actually, uh, honestly, I'm looking at the website right now and I don't see anything about, you know, pricing or anything like that. Um, the OKO costs about, uh, about $2,000 American and this one, they haven't even mentioned a price yet. Um, oh, I could, here's the battery life right here. Yeah. So basically, so if it's using the, um, full OS, then it's three hours. And if it's, uh, using actually, um, the pocket PC version goes on for eight hours, so it's pretty good. Uh, Built-in speakers, microphone, which is great. So if you want to write down uh, anything that you might forget or anything like that, because we do have students that have uh, brain injuries and have difficulty remembering, uh, uh, they have short-term, long-term memory, and uh, for something like this, it'd be great for them to uh, quickly um, remind them of certain things or tests or um, assignments that they might have to do, things of that nature. So uh, it's a great little device, and uh, I highly recommend it um, when it does come out. Or, you know, go for the OQO, which is already out there and available right now. I'll leave a link here on the show notes for that device, so you can take a look at it, and you can see what's out there. Um, and that's uh, pretty much the, that's it. Um, that's it for this week's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, I'll podcast again next week. And one more thing, next week, uh, hopefully I'll get a bit of a better podcast and uh, it's a little bit of a surprise, so stay tuned. Bye now.